Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Hello and welcome to the Winning Side broadcast. This is Brother Nathan filling in for Pastor uh, for today and for this week as Pastor is away at a pastor's conference in California this week. I ask that you would pray for him, Miss Joanna, as they are there in California. And then uh, let's pray for a good week today. Um, I'm looking over the bulletin from our birthdays we have yesterday. Frances Bishop celebrated her birthday, and and, uh, happy birthday to you. Today's birthdays are Cadence Elliott and Somalia Smith, so happy birthday to you too. Hope you have a wonderful day. And then anniversary today is uh, Mike and Cindy Sewell, and so happy anniversary to you too, and I hope that you have a very special day. Well, it's Monday, and uh, sometimes we think Mondays are mundane, and we got to go back to the work week, and maybe you're discouraged, but hey, um, coming off of a day in church yesterday, and now we're ready and energized, encouraged, ready to live for the Lord today, and so I hope you are. I hope that is your thought uh, today, and, and the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day out there, and so maybe you can enjoy some of the good weather today as well. But we did have a good day in church yesterday. Brother Dan preached in the morning, and, and I preached in the evening, and uh, whenever pastor is gone, I'm just thankful that uh, the services uh, were um, somewhat smooth and we got through it, um, but that we had uh, Bible preaching. And, and guess what? Um, y'all showed up. And so thank you for those that did come to church yesterday. And that, that encourages me, uh, knowing that when even when pastor's gone, we still have God's people showing up for church. And so anyway, um, that was great yesterday. Today is Monday. I hope you will uh, be encouraged by the challenge that we'll have from God's Word uh, in the Winning Side broadcast today. But first, let's go ahead and listen to a song here. And I uh, hope you enjoy this song. Right after the song, we're going to be looking at several different, different passages of Scripture And looking at one word in particular with these different passages. And so as we get into it, I I, I think you'll probably probably be able to recognize what word we're going to talk about today. Um, But hope it'll be help to you. Let's listen to the song. And then right after that, we'll get into the Word of God. Will hold up the light. 
song was a blessing to you. And uh, we have um, several different passages that I'd like to read this morning or this afternoon to you. And we're starting in Exodus 19. And you don't have to turn there in your Bibles. If you have it ready, go ahead and turn there. But I'm going to be going through uh, just rapid fire some of these passages of Scripture. But uh, listen as I read in Exodus 19 verse 5, the Bible says, Now therefore, if ye will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a, a, a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Deuteronomy 14.2, we also find uh, that the Bible says, For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God, and the Lord hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself, above all the nations that are upon the earth. We find a little bit further in Deuteronomy 26 and verse 18, the Bible says, And the Lord hath avouched thee this day to be his peculiar people, as he hath promised thee, and that thou shouldest keep all his commandments, and to make thee high above all nations which he hath made in praise and in name and in honor, and that thou mayest be an holy people unto the Lord thy God, as he hath spoken. Psalm 135 verse 4, for the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself and Israel for his peculiar treasure. Titus 2, verse 13, looking on, uh, for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. I have one more, 1 Peter 2, 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now, in these verses, I think, uh, hopefully it's obvious to you now, and I kind of emphasized a little bit, but the word today starts with P, and that word is peculiar. Peculiar. You know, that's a peculiar word. It's an interesting word. Actually, I, I looked back in the dictionary. I thought I knew what it meant, and, and to, a, to an extent I did, but I saw a little insight into this word that I, I, I think it's, it bears um, the importance of 
repeating today and sharing with you as God has spoken to my heart as well. But that word in the Bible, peculiar, it means different. It means special. But it doesn't just mean that. I learned this morning that, hey, it also means that peculiar means belonging to a person and to Him only. When God says that we, as the saved, those who have accepted Christ as, as Savior, we are a peculiar people, God says, hey, I have chosen you. I have separated you. I have made you to become mine. You are special to me. That's what peculiar means. We're a special people. We're a chosen people. To me, that humbles me and that thrills me at the same time to think that God has chosen me. God has chosen us as the saved to be His peculiar people. Now, before we were saved, we weren't living for God. We weren't gods uh, belonging to Him. Uh, we actually, we, we thought uh, the exact opposite. We thought, you know what, let's live for ourselves and let's try to do what we can for ourselves and what's best for us. And that's the mindset of the world today. Uh, 1 Corinthians 6.20, though, reminds us, if you're saved, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. If we are a peculiar people, as the Bible so accurately tells us, then we, uh, th then we must understand that we're, we're bought with a price, and therefore we ought to glorify God in our body and in our spirit, in our attitude, which are God's. 1 Corinthians 7.23 says this, Ye are bought with a price. There's that phrase again. Be not ye the servants of men. In times past, our old man, what we want to do is we want to please ourselves. We want to please others and, and make ourselves known uh, before other people and make a name for ourselves. But uh, no other name is rather to be chosen than, uh, than, than to have the reputation of God's child and, and to be a Christian. And I'm thankful uh, that, uh, that we can have that opportunity today to be a, a peculiar people for God. You know, there's another word that God uses in, uh, when, when He describes us as being peculiar we're part of God's family. We're part of uh, God's chosen people. We're, as a Gentile, we've been grafted into the, the, the Jewish uh, people there that God had, had chosen as His people. But there's another word that, that follows along with that word peculiar, and we find it in several passages here that I just read, and that word is holy. We also find pure, purify. In that word holy, it means consecrated. It means set apart for God's use. Another word we use uh, to, to describe that process is the word sanctification. You know what sanctification is? It's the setting apart from uh, the world. It's the separating from, from the world, those that are unsaved. And then it is consecrating. It is being um, joined together and set apart for God's use. Separated from the world unto God's service. That's what sanctification is. And that's a process that we as Christians are going to be living on through the rest of our lives. We're, there's not going to be a time in our mortal bodies that we are going to arrive. We are going to be holy as God is holy, as a matter of fact, of the perfect and, and without blemish. But praise God, in God's sight, we are perfect and without blemish because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. But the Bible says that we are to be separated. We are to have a distinction from the world. 
Let me just give you a few verses here to help us uh, with this thought, and then we'll, we'll end it. But the Bible says in Exodus eleven seven, But against any of the children of Israel shall not a dog move his tongue against a man or beast, that ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference between the Egyptians and Israel. Egypt in the Bible was a picture of the world, and Israel is God's chosen people, and there's a difference between the two. Leviticus 10.10 says, And that ye may put difference between holy and unholy, and between unclean and clean. There was to be a distinction. 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Be ye not unequally yoked together as unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness? 1 John 2.15, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And so today, the simple challenge is this. Let's recognize that we are peculiar. We're different. We're separated from the world unto God's service. We are chosen by God. And so because of that wonderful privilege that we have, the old man's passed away, and behold, all things have been, become new, we get to choose to live our life today separated, consecrated unto God. And so therefore, hey, we're bought with the price. We ought to glorify God in our body and in our spirit, which are God's. We belong to Him. So how are we representing the Lord today? How are you representing God in your speech today, in your attitude today, in your thoughts today, in your actions? And so let's think about that today. Let's make sure as we recognize that we are a peculiar people, we are different from those that are without Christ. And so we ought to be different so that we can win others to Christ. We ought to be different so that people can see us and say, hey, you know, there's something different about you. I remember back in Bible college, and I think uh, really uh, God is doing that here in our church as well. Um, but back in Bible college, when, when we would go and try to find a job as a Bible college student, there were several businesses in the area that specifically asked for Golden State Baptist College students. And the reason for that is because well, they saw a difference. They saw a good testimony. And so, uh, and, and obviously, uh, that, that was something that we had a responsibility to keep that good testimony if, if we got the, the jobs that, that uh, were requiring that. But that goes to show that there is a difference, and we ought to be different. We ought to live for the Lord today. We ought to please God with our actions. We ought to please God with our body and with our spirit, which are God's. I hope that's a help to you today and a challenge today to live for Him. We're representing Him. We're ambassadors for Christ. Let's not forget it. And let's remember the wonderful privilege and blessing to be chosen by God. God bless you. Hope you have a good day today. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.